Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of This Is Why We Have the Summer Off. Um, I am Kim, as you know. Alyssa is somewhere cleaning. You can hear the laundry machine going probably. Usually I'm the crazy cleaner roommate, so I'm just going to let this happen as long as it possibly can go. It will make me not feel so weird. All right, so... um, so she may run in and out. We don't know. She's cleaning. Okay, so um, I have a bunch of people who emailed in or DM'd me um, because they follow me on Instagram or whatever. Uh, so I'm trying to just organize these thoughts because there's so much going on. And uh, I figured that today is my, since today is the first day that I'm doing e-learning um, and it's it went pretty well or e-teaching, I guess they're doing e-learning, but either way, it went really well, um, or at least I think it did. So I'm just going to do a couple, like, uplifting funny stories. Uh, maybe not, like, funny haha, but funny, like, I'm not crying. Um, and so sometimes that makes teaching worth it. So yes, we all love having the summers off, but right now, when none of us can be in school, I figured this is the perfect time to do some, like, this is why we miss them sort of things. Um, so I know... Uh, I have a friend. Let me find her DM. All right. So my friend Stephanie, um, was a early listener. She went to grade school with my brother and me. See what I did? She went to grade school with me, my brother and me. See, I did it right. All right. Um, and so she is kind of has an interesting life going on because for a while she actually ran a kids activity program on a cruise ship. So although it may not be traditional teaching, it's pretty much the same thing in terms of littles, all right? So she had an age group that was ages three to six, all right? And she said every day was a new adventure. Um, And so when uh, I played episode two, I think, Wood Chips, she sent in this story and she said, I'm just listening to your episode and it reminded me um, of some of my kids, usually ages three to six, when I worked in the ship industry. Obviously, the cruise ship, like I said, she does the early childhood um, activity program. All right, so she said, we used to play a game called Orca Alert, where, <laughs> where the person who is it is blindfolded, so kind of like wood chips, how they can't look, and the others stand in different parts of the room banging Lego pieces together. So then, Alyssa's laughing in the other room. So then, the blinded kid uses their hearing similar to orcas to go tag people. I think that's very educational. I like that a lot. Uh, But she said, it's all fun and games until one time the only adult counselor who invented the game, um, he decided to be the one blindfolded. And it left all the children to their own devices which that's kind of hilarious. And she said, mind you, most of these children did not speak English because we were in Europe doing a Mediterranean cruise. I had never, ever heard of said game. I think the guy who I was working with made it up. And she says, parentheses, the blindfolded guy. Uh, And then she said, one time I had the littles and there are about seven of them. None of them spoke English. And none of them spoke the same language except for two French sisters. That, that sounds not ideal. Oh my gosh. But then when I scroll, she says, funny thing about tiny humans, they all understand Candyland, even if they don't understand each other. 
which that's kind of hilarious. I love that. Um, and I said, that's so true. Thank you so much for sending this in. And she said, I'm sure I have more up my sleeve somewhere. Oh, speaking of, my friend Jordan has a good one about a student bringing a pet, I think a hamster to school in the kid's sleeve. That, that sounds awful, but I really want to hear that story. So hopefully more on that later. All right. So Orca alert. Feel good story number one. All right. Now, this one's going to be feel-good story number two, only because it really made my friend laugh. So I have a friend who um, is a school counselor, uh, a school social worker, actually, uh, in Chicago. And she got an email from an English teacher that said, can you talk to this kid, please, about his book review? And so she attached a photo, and she goes, this is his book review. It's incredibly spaced out, double space, triple space, and it says... The seventh man is really boring to read, especially when you've done an all-nighter. It isn't good. I'm sorry, but also being spoiled to a character's death didn't help. Presses enter like seven times. Now he double spaces it. I'm sorry, but to my teacher, can we read something with character, please? I mean, I don't feel anything when reading these, and in turn it makes me want to sleep. Back to the point that I pulled an all-nighter. I wanted to sleep during this. It wasn't good. He does more enter buttons. Down, 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 down. And he says... Anyways, what? A review? Oh, I have to review this. Or tell a retelling. Seriously? Uh, fine. I'll do a review. Enter, enter, enter. The seventh man is a book on my reading packet that my teacher gave me for homework and I didn't like it. The end. (laughs) She said that was a freshman. I cannot. What do you say to that? Thank you for trying. Thanks for playing. Oh, man. I, as a social worker, what do you say? Like, hey, pal, what's going on? He's going to be like, the book was boring. Like, there's no way around that one. Um, that's hilarious. All right, so I'm going to actually play Feel Good Story number three. All right, here we go. Okay, so Mrs. Leahy, Andrea Leahy here. I'm sitting here cleaning my kitchen listening to Kim's podcast, and she's going on telling me stories about her old school, and that's where – I met Kim, and so I'm reflecting, and I'm thinking of a student that I had. Um, so he would have been a sophomore that year, and so our principal at the time decided to enact this. Is enact the right word? I don't know. You'll let me know, Kimmy. So he decided to start punishing kids for tardies because kids were just wandering the halls. And mind you, the school was not that big. It literally would take two minutes from them to get from one end to the next. Not even two minutes if they were running. Probably 30 seconds. And so... That's actually true. It was like three floors and it was just in the shape of like a spiral. So like you could be on the other side of the school, go up the spiral and all of a sudden be upstairs on the complete other side. It was a very interesting thing. But there was only one entrance, really, and one exit. So, like, if I was up the spiral to the right with no exit, so, like, if I had a fire, I would, like, die. Interesting. But, like, they would assume that you could just go down the spiral and out. Right. Like, it was a very small school. She was at the bottom of the spiral and I was at the top. Like, like floor one and three. Like. So, like, you go in and then you go down. uh Down the spiral. And that's where Dre's classroom was. That's Uh where Lacey's was, too. And then if you, like, stay on the main floor, there's classes to the left and right. Yeah. And if you go up the spiral. Is this, like, going upstairs? Or like, yeah, stair. Okay. That, it, that, in the shape of, like, a spiral. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. 
It was weird. So she's, like, not kidding about that, actually. So the fact that, like, he even had to enact a tardy (laughs) thing, we were like, why is anyone tardy? Right. The only excuse would be the lunch and the gym were across the street in a different building. Uh, But, like... But that's different. Cross the street. Don't get hit by a car. Right. Cross the street. And then there you go. Anyways. So I had this kid, and um, he was continually getting tardies all the time, and I was keeping track. And I kept saying, dude, I'm marking this stuff down, and, you know, I'm going to email your parents. I'm going to write you up and all this stuff. Was I really? Probably not. But it was just (laughs) kind of funny to, like, rile him up. So he started writing little notes. And this kid was easily riled up. Um, do you remember the kid who called in all depressed with, like, Finny from the tree saying he cheated once in, like, episode one? It's him. (laughs) On tiny (laughs) post-its and putting them in the most secretive places. So, to this day, I still find notes from this kid that say, please take away one of my tardies. (laughs) And then he signs it with his name. So, he would type it in my calculator using the alphabet. He taped it on my yardstick. Like, my, I'm a math teacher, so my class yardstick. He, like, anything that was in my desk, like, tiny little things. Like, I had this tiny little stapler that he, that he taped it to the bottom of, which I didn't find until last year. Mind you, this was, like, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah, she hasn't been teaching there for, like, four years. This is hilarious. She left a year before Lacey and I left. So, like... This has really been a long time. He also left me a note once that I found in my planner that said, like, please don't leave me. Because it was, like, when eight of us decided to leave at the same time. And it was, like, they were, like, no, it's going to be my senior year. None of my teachers are here. But he was the king of, like, hiding these notes. So I would just come across these little notes all the time. And every time that I see them, I just crack up. So there's your little story. And, um... Yeah, I hope that I think of more as I keep listening to this hysterical podcast. I feel like you're at my house, Kimmy. Okay, bye. She's she so is sweet. at my house. <laughs> you can't send me one. Right. And you're so lucky. <laughs> um, the, Dre has sent me in two other ones because she teaches at a huge public school, like huge. Um, and she's got, like, she sent in a vaping story. Um, and there's some other ones. But she's a mom of three, and they're all under two years old. She has a two-year-old son and then two twins, a boy and a girl. So I'll play one of her vaping videos eventually, but it is her, like, getting ready for dinner in the background, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's kind of a fun thing. They really missed her when she left. They were That was, like, a huge hit to the heart for them. They were really sad about that. Um, she's also kind of gorgeous and looks like a Disney princess a little bit. Uh, so all the boys probably, like, really, really loved her. Did she ever play a Disney princess? Like, I've always wanted to go work no. at Disney. She was, like, a soccer player. I know. I heard there's a lot of roles there. There are, but yeah. I, I would love to meet someone who worked there. Yeah. Maybe they could get me in free. Mm. Mm. Not right now. No one's going in there. <laughs> uh, not right now. Um, one, okay, so I probably should have done this right after that failed book report. Um, yesterday, I was grading... Um, and students have, students in my AP Lang are reading books and they got to choose their book. Um, so my hope was that since they got to choose their book, that they would all really like it, you know, but that's not always the case. Sometimes they write it and they're like, what a mistake I have made. Um, but it's just to keep them reading. And so last night I was grading them and a student turned one in and this was just a huge win for me, guys. It said, 
I must begin this by confirming an age-long saying that I denied my entire life. <laughs> the book is better than the movie. For the first time in years, I have enjoyed reading. <laughs> Guys, that is a huge win. Huge win. Listen, I know he picked his book and it happened to be Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. But I'm telling you. That's all it takes. Is really like sometimes when you're like, wow, this is just like down, 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 positive, just out of nowhere. It's so nice. And then he continues on with like insane syntax and diction because he's just like such a great writer. But man, but he hated reading before now. He hated reading. He tried to do Diary of a Wimpy Kid as his project. <laughs> I was like, you literally got like a 30 on the ACT. You're not doing Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he did, but you know, here's hoping, right? Right. Um, it wasn't exactly an MLA format, so he might lose points, but good for him. That was really exciting. It felt good. Um, and then I'm gonna end it on two emails and then one quick little tidbit. So I have this student who sends me emails, um, especially now during this time, it really makes my makes me miss my students. Um, he sends these emails that all of a sudden get like have these funny bits in them, and obviously you don't know him, so you know that's fine but if um, you did if you did it's even more funny right so um once when he was a junior he sent me an email um and he said good very it's, it's good very late sunday afternoon miss westfall i'm sorry it has to be like this <laughs> me asking you questions about the homework that's due tomorrow getting to the point i've chosen a couple books and was wondering if those were acceptable as options for a fiction book and then he lists them I already have both books at home, although I have not finished reading either of them. I'm hoping you can return this email by tonight. If not, I understand. I wouldn't think any teacher would be waiting at 7.14 p.m. on a February 10th Sunday night for my name to pop up on their laptop screen. <laughs> Thank you. And then he signs his name, and below it he puts T-G-I-T-W. What does that mean? The greatest in the world. <laughs> Unreal. He wrote that on all of his papers. And I just... Uh, oh, and then... At 7.15, I get another email that says, P.S. I'm listening to country music right now. I recommend you take a listen to it if you already don't. If you need recommendations for certain songs, just let me know. The Grammys are on. <laughs> Thanks so much, kid. Thank you so much. And I just said, you know, either book is fine. All right. Uh, and then I got one from him recently that said, and I posted it on Instagram because I was like, oh, man, good grief. It says good with, I want to say like 38 O's, morning, Miss Westfall. It says, I know technically that this isn't during your work hours right now, but I just had a question about the research paper. On the research paper notes, we're supposed to have a minimum of five reliable sources and must use one of the four that you gave us. On the rubric and online online, we're given two spaces to put a quote or fact from a website we're using. I'm explaining all this for no reason. So if you read all this, <laughs> I respect you, but I probably just wasted like 30 seconds of your time. <laughs> Anyways, my question is, can I use the same source twice? I believe I found some valuable information with one of the sources, but I already used two quotes from it. I'd like to use a couple more. Again, thanks for your time. It's greatly appreciated. And then he attached three photos of golden retrievers. <laughs> I think there were supposed to be four, but one image is broke. A golden retriever smiling very happily. A parent golden retriever walking five puppy golden retrievers. And they have different color handkerchiefs on. And then a golden retriever um, in a leather jacket with Ray-Ban aviators and a fuzzy hat and smoking a pipe. That is awesome. Man, oh man. I just, I mean, sometimes. I don't even know what I replied to that saying. 
I wish I could see it. I probably just said like, yes, you can do that. That's fine. Thank you for the puppies. I mean, I <laughs> sometimes it's really weird. Um, and, you know, so things aren't all bad. It makes it sound like every day has a super bright moment. That's not true. But when I <laughs> when I pile them all together, it makes it sound like, you know, it's not so bad. Um, and there's one last thing I want to tell you. That at this old school of mine that had this like spiral staircase uh, that was quite large. Um, every year for homecoming, the students decorate a hallway. Um, so for example, the sophomores were my hallway. Um, and so they would have to pick a theme and they would decorate it. And that was one of the homecoming activities that the teachers judge which hallway was decorated the best. Um, and so one year my sophomores decided to do a circus theme, like the tent Barnum and Bailey circus. Um, and so they draped red and white through the whole top floor, um, and they had lights everywhere. They, sh like, did this string of popcorn everywhere. Um, it was actually very cool. And one of the days in homecoming week is dress like your hallway. So, you know, you're thinking there's going to be, like, a lot of clowns. Um, maybe, like, some ticket workers. Maybe, like, a bearded woman. I don't know. All right. Um, maybe, like, a tightrope walker. One kid comes in on stilts. Stilts. No way. He had his mom's friend was a painter. And so he had like these huge painting stilts. Oh my gosh. And he wore them around school. <laughs> like genuinely. Like How down did the hallway. To them? Like did he have to stand on a chair to like put them on or I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even crazy. know. And I was like, Are you about to go down this spiral staircase in stilts? Um he won the contest that day though, I'm pretty positive. I mean, it was like nothing I've ever seen. That is wild. It seems like, yeah, I, I wish I had a photo. I might. I'll have to show people. But that like really makes your day when kids go all out for homecoming. Yes. I think that's a huge liability. That's besides the point, though. Right. It was awesome. Um, so I think I'm going to end here because there's only a little bit of time left before I hit 20 minutes. Like I said, I just wanted to, this to be like short and sweet and cheerful and lighthearted um, because it's the first day of e-teaching and I think everybody just needs a break. Um, if you have any stories that are lighthearted, um, whatever it may be, like I have a student who one time like ran off the basketball court to get a ball and he went up in the bleachers and he hit the ball and it hit a woman in the face on accident so he grabbed her by the cheek and kissed her and then he was like I'm so sorry and ran off um I think that was in the paper too That's hilarious. I don't remember what it was, it was like a kiss to, I don't even remember um we went to state so many times that I feel like it just like blurs together because it's like game after game after game but that was funny um but yeah, send me an email at summeroffpod at gmail.com. Um, anything you can think of, big or small, I'll throw them in just like this. It really doesn't have to be a long thing. People keep saying, I don't have anything long um, enough for you to tell. I don't have uh, a story. And I'm like, I don't. it doesn't need to even be a minute. You can just tell me something funny. I had people send me pictures. It's no big deal. Um, but yeah, so we've got some funny ones coming and some good ones coming. I've got a little list, but I think we're going to call it for today. So everybody have a good Monday. Have a good rest of the week. Um, hopefully I'll do these short ones every day. You may have noticed I took Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. I think I'm going to keep doing that. It's nice. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a great day.